May this be a ministration of the Spirit. May you speak to us. Put me aside and lead us in prayer and lead us in the Word and lead us in fellowship in the mighty name of Jesus. Doria Sampa Shantalia, speak to our spirit. Rabba Shontere Rababashi Terebosa, deposit all that we need deposited in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. So, as I said earlier, last week we spoke about authority and we are doing the Messengers of Fire series this year. We started last week. Yes. So, today, God gave me the message for today and it's funny that today's message is called it's titled the message the message hallelujah you can type it in the conversation the message the message yes so that's what today's session is called the message luke chapter 10 verse 9 it says that heal those there who are ill and tell them the kingdom of god has come to you and also in Luke chapter 9, verse 12, he says, And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal those who were ill. Hallelujah. So in Luke chapter 9, verse 6, he says, So they set out, went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. Hallelujah. As the word comes, may the entrance of the word bring light to us in jesus name amen hallelujah so we realize from the scriptures we are looking at the sending out of the 12 and the 72 and that is the anchor um, scriptures and the anchor chapters we are using for this series and when you look at the 72 and 12 you realize that jesus when jesus sent them he said he told them that they should tell them the kingdom of god has come near to you he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of god so jesus didn't just send them out and give the authority go go out no jesus gave them a message and that message jesus gave them was the kingdom of god has come near hallelujah so before God sends anyone out, he gives him or her a message. Noah, Noah told Noah, or God gave Noah a message to build an ark. God gave Abraham a word that through your seed, I will make you father of many nations. That was a message God gave Abraham. God gave Moses a message that go and deliver my people. Go and deliver them from Egypt. John the Baptist's message was, prepare the way of the Lord. God doesn't just send you out like that. No. He gives you a message. He gives you a message. You know, most at times, when we, we are going out, when God sends us out, we forget to ask what the message is or God intend, tells us the message, but we completely ignore it and go out with the authority. I have authority, you know, so I have authority as a prophet, so I'm a prophet. I have authority as this, so I'm this. But then the key thing, the most important thing is the message you are sending out, the message that you are going to give to people of God. Hallelujah. So there's a message for everyone. There's a message for everyone. Everyone on this earth, every human being has a message. You are not on this earth by chance. You are not a mistake. Even if, let's say, it was by some circumstances that were not supposed to be, that's why you came to this earth, you are still not a mistake. God has a plan. God has a purpose for your life. Hallelujah. As he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God had a message for everyone. God had a message for Jeremiah. Before we were, we were formed, God knew us, meaning we had a relationship with God. We had fellowship in his presence. It, 
you say you know someone that means you've had a relationship with a person you've had you've had an encounter with the person we had fellowship in god's presence this this could only mean that our spirit were alive even before we were formed in the womb our spirits were alive we knew god we fellowship in heaven we had a relationship with god god told jeremiah he set him apart and appointed him as a prophet to the nations this means there was an ordination in heaven before you became a zygote before you were formed you became a zygote there was an ordination there was an appointment so your message was already given to you before you were formed in your in the mother's womb god didn't uh, um, you didn't just grow up out of nowhere and god said now go and do this no there was an appointment there was an ordination there was a message that's why god brought you here on this earth Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So go to Jeremiah that he set him apart and appointed him as a prophet to the nations. Hallelujah. God set you apart among the other spirits and gave you an appointment. That appointment carries a message. That appointment carries a message. So your ordination that was in heaven, your marriage ordination that was in heaven, it carried a message. The Bible says Jesus opened the scrolls. What is written in the scroll? In a scroll, words, a message was written in scrolls. Jesus opened in heaven. Said, so "Who is worthy to open the scrolls?" Said so the Lamb of God. He is worthy to open the scroll. Only God that is worthy to open this kind of scroll. To, to to obtain this kind of appointment to be able to partake in this kind of message and send this message to to the world it's only god that can do it the appointment was already done and the appointment carried a message the scroll was open there was a message in the scroll jesus had to open hallelujah jema chapter 1 verse 6 it says He told God he couldn't speak because he was too young. He immediately knew that as a prophet, you have to speak the voice of God. So God told him that I've ordained you as a prophet. And immediately, Jeremiah knew that oh, as a prophet, you have to speak. Hallelujah. So Jeremiah knew that prophet comes with speaking. And he told God, I'm too young, I can't speak. But then God was telling him that he has ordained him. and it was it wasn't him just being a prophet but then it was god giving him a message because there have been other prophets um before him now maybe sure in jeremiah's time there was you know some prophets there so what was particular about jeremiah what was particular about him It was now time for Jeremiah to begin his ministry. And once again, God came to appoint him as a prophet. What had already been done spiritual realm and God gave him a message. So this means that when you do not know what message is or God's appointment over your life, enemy knows. How you just go and explain this so that we can sing in. So Before you are appointed on the earth, you are appointed in the spiritual realm. As as I explained Jeremiah's story, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Our spirits were alive. Our spirits were in heaven. Our spirit fellowship with God. And if you want to know more about this, you should just, there is a podcast on it. It's transformational. You can go and read it and recite it. And and, and I, I believe it will speak to you. So, there was an ordination in the and physically physically it had to be done so god might have ordained you in the spirit god might have given you a message but then for you to be able to partake in the ordination that has been done spiritually you need to be ordained physically as well 
so god came to jeremiah and said i appoint you god had already appointed jeremiah in spirit but god had to reappoint jeremiah in the physical realm for him to do what he has called him to do and give him a message hallelujah so jesus had already opened the crow in heaven jesus has already been appointed with the message but here is jesus being baptized by john the baptist he was reappointed and spirits coming upon him and god saying this is my son in whom i am well pleased god reappointed jesus and they said from then the spirit sent him to the wilderness and he began his ministry when he was reappointed so that's something that is very key in the spiritual you appointed also in the physical and you begin your ministry so this i can relate this to my life because i was not literally when i i began let me see when i began my ministry yeah along the line i i i went the wrong way but then when i began my ministry it wasn't a um a prophet that prophesied over me i didn't have someone anointing me i didn't have someone yeah those things was god himself ordinating me that i called you jemima you are a prophet and i didn't even know about god as i said in the previous message i didn't even know about god and god comes and god tells me you're a prophet you are this you are that. i'm like this is a bit too much it was god or them um, and God reappointed me what has already been done in the spiritual rock. Moving on to what I said that the enemy knows. So this means when you do not know your message, you don't know point over your life. People, some people are walking, you know, on the earth. Some people are doing things their own way and they are they don't want to get too spiritual. These spiritual things, they can't do it, you know and they are living their lives want to chill have fun and what have you meanwhile they've already been ordained in spirit they have a message for the world and they not knowing this or neglecting this doesn't mean that the devil doesn't know because this ordination is spirit is spiritual so anyone that is spiritual it has eyes to see when the person sees you the person will see that ah you've been anointed that's why some prophets see you most of the times it's not really pro- prophets it's people that are just operating in the world knowledge that i see you i see you a pastor i see you you're a businessman because it has already been ordained in the heavenly world so your spirit they can see it in your spirit that you are this you are that because god has ordained you so people are walking around, they, they don't even know, they don't even want to hear of it. Meanwhile, their spirit clearly shows that this man is not supposed to be here. This man is not supposed to be here. This woman is not supposed to be here. This woman is a prophet. This woman is a businesswoman. This man is supposed to be the president of Ghana. Hallelujah. So just because you don't know, that doesn't mean the devil that the devil is a spirit. This is a spirit, so the devil knows. So the devil gets to know this. He tries everything either to cut your life short, number one, to make you insecure, number two, about yourself, and or to thwart your message. The devil tries to cut your life short to make you insecure or to thwart your message. Cut your life short. Let's look at Jesus. When Jesus was born, what happened? All the, the children in two and below in Bethlehem were killed because the devil wanted to cut Jesus' life. He wanted to kill him before he even grows because he saw it that this person has been appointed. Hallelujah. When Moses was born, they were killing, they were killing children. This person has been appointed. This person has been message. So he tried to swat you. There are many people here that they were sick. They had, they were when they were children. They had some sicknesses and all that because the devil wants to cut your life short. Hallelujah. 
and and making you insecure making you insecure i looking at jeremiah's story jeremiah told god god i i cannot speak and god was like why why are you saying this i've ordained you as a prophet that's the the main thing you have to do you are supposed to speak you already have it i've already embedded it with you i've appointed you i've given you a message you're a prophet why are you telling me you cannot speak you are, you are young that all makes you insecure so these words were from the devil oh i'm young i can't speak god is like ah who told you you are young who told you you can't speak i've given you the power i've given you the appointment i've ordained you and you are my prophet so he makes you insecure moses told god that he couldn't speak that even god had to even let his brother aaron help him hallelujah he tries to twat your message what do i mean by twat your message you when we continue you have an understanding of what i mean by twat your message he tries to um message that god has given he tries to either when he's going straight forward he tries to make it either zigzag or go the other way around hallelujah so you see some people that this just by the way some people that are supposed to be you know businessmen in god and you see them and they are on the pulpit or you see some people that don't belong to the pulpit but they are there or there's people that belong to the pulpit but they run away to the other side hallelujah and this is the problem so you can you can do all these things but you are not living according to God's will you are not living according to your purpose according to your message so your life is is fruitless it's fruitless you might prosper how much you might have all the money in the world but then life is fruitless you are not living according to your purpose when you are not living according to the message God has given you and that's why the devil tries to, to thwart your message so there's some people that say that oh this christian thing i don't really know because me i'm not i don't really go to church and but then i'm okay my life is good why because your message has been twatted the devil doesn't need you <laughs> he has kept you in a prison of own hallelujah hallelujah he doesn't need you again he has twatted your message he has kept you in a prison of your own so you think you're okay you think you are fine but your message has been twatted your whole life purpose has 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 been drowned hallelujah yeah. so you you anointed you've been appointed before time and nothing can change nothing can change that anointing god has anointed you nothing can change that appointment god has given you nothing can change nothing can change that so what the enemy does when he he can you know achieve all the above that i've said is that he gets you far away from god far away from your source without a source you can't accomplish your destiny god created when god was creating the earth let there be like he said let the ground produce their own let the the, the the water produce fish you know so the fish is sourced from the water the animals the plants are sourced from planet earth and human being says let us make man in our own image number one in likeness so we he sourced us from himself so as the fish is in its habitat the plants are in their habitat the animals are in their habitat if they move to another habitat they die we also have to be in our habitat which is god almighty because that's where we were sourced from that is our soul so without our source we can't accomplish nothing on the world we can't accomplish anything whatever we think we have accomplished is dead works hallelujah and if you also want to listen to the message i think we had a message repentance to dead weight you can go back and listen to it yeah so without your source 
you can't ac- accomplish your destiny hallelujah so when that is achieved when that is achieved when he has actually totally alienated you from your soul because that's what he did to adam and eve he alienated them from god it wasn't necessarily adam's and eve's sin that was them being alienated from their source that was the big trouble that was the big trouble so when that is achieved what he does now is that number one sometimes he deceives people to worship him and and promises them the very things god has given to them so with this let's go to luke chapter 4 hallelujah okay brother said he had a severe sickness when he was a baby yes that was the enemy trying to to act your life because he knew the anointing he knew the appointment of god upon you but thank god that all the the works that the enemy tried to do was futile hallelujah hallelujah so let's go to luke chapter 4 luke chapter 4 it's about jesus in the wilderness jesus being tempted by the enemy Hallelujah. Please hope you are following. Luke chapter 4. It says here that the devil said to him, so Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan when he was reappointed you know, on the earth and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days and at the end of them, he was hungry. Hallelujah. He was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. In the second the, the chapter four, the verse four, he said, It is written that man should not live on bread alone. And the fifth one said, The devil led him up to a high place and showed him an instant all the kingdoms of the world and said, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want if you worship me. So this is where we are looking at. The devil said that Jesus should worship him, and he will give him all the authority and splendor of the world. And this same Jesus has been appointed in heaven <laughs> that he will he will, he will, he will be you know he will be Lord over the world that. Jesus, Jesus was appointed that after he is glorified, God will give him, God will glorify him, God will give them the, him the kingdoms of this world. This same Jesus, God has already appointed him. Jesus, God has, it has already established the spiritual that he, he, has, he, he is this, he is that, he, he is God. And when he accomplishes, when he dies, he will have the kingdoms of the world, he will be glorified and what have you. And the devil came to him that he should bow down to him, knowing perfectly of this appointment, knowing perfectly of Jesus' message that the kingdom of God is, is at hand or the kingdom of God has come, that Jesus is the kingdom coming to change the systems of this world. The devil came and came to tell him that bow down to me. Bow down to me. And sadly enough, by God's grace, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, Jesus was with his source, was with God. So he was able to overcome the enemy. But when you are being separated for your, from your source, when you, you don't have God, when you are in sin, when you are in guilt, when God is far away from you, some of the things he does to some of these people is that he tells them to bow down to him. And this is what constitutes these societies that are there. They'll tell you that this is the only way to be famous. This is the only way to be rich. And they'll these things to you that bow down to him. Bow down to the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When they know you have been appointed, some of you will be appointed you know that you'll be wealthy in your time be the very richest person but the same devil will tell you bow down to me and i'll be wealth something that god has already purposed for you something that god has already given to you because you are at your or disconnected from yourself the enemy comes into you and lies to you that bow down to me and i'll give it to you and you know that the enemy came to kill and um, um, destroy 
so he will definitely it will definitely come with a cost that is your life and many of these people go into these things and it is sad so there are people out there musicians poets speakers but the message they are proclaiming is not god so the enemy also gives them the world the world that they want in in exchange for something that is their life literally and what's their messages so let's say there's a musician out there god gave that musician you know a message or appointed a bit of time that you have a very lovely voice so that's everything that she needs to have that lovely voice to pertain to that message is already embedded within her god has already placed it within her so what enemy does that he knows you have the the voice he knows god has already given you the gifts so he just twats the message so instead of you singing about christ you start singing about you know sex you start singing about drugs you start singing about alcohol you start singing about pain instead of you singing about christ so that's the way the enemy can twat your message there are some poets out there i was reading a book the last time and in the book i think we join out the call one of the books and he said that he met a very astound person in heaven i think the person was a poet or something and he said that he has read this person's books and this person was was very great and even now they still you know talk about him they still honor him and this person was like at the outskirts of heaven he was he wasn't close to god he was at the outskirts so literally it was by grace <laughs> that he even came to he was even saved and came to heaven so his so and he i think he spoke to this person the person was like the the thing that he wrote his messages he he regrets it and that's something that is is really you know hurting him for the messages for leading people astray so instead of him message to be you know the message god had given him the devil thwarted his message and his message was something and his message was leading people astray and even now his message is still there they still you know honor him and all that but one regret is that his message was thwarted and now he's at the far outskirts of heaven even that one, that one is even is in grace that he is there and the message that proclaiming is not from god hallelujah let's continue so the devil told Jesus also to turn stone to bread. The devil tried to twat Jesus's message by trying to make him use his power and authority for himself and not for God. So one other way the devil can twat your message is by trying to make you use the power and authority that God has given you for yourself. So God has told us I'll provide all your needs according to his riches in glory. So trust in me, you know, pray to me, ask me, and I'll provide all your needs. You know, and Jesus is using his power to turn stone to bread so that he will eat. And this is not even on account of God saying, Jesus, use your power to turn stone to, to bread to eat. That would have been a different case because he was obeying God. He was using his gifts or he was using whatever authority has God has given him for to obey God then he was at the point if let's say Jesus turned the stone to bread he was doing it on his own accord then right now he has cut from his source instead of living according to the spirit Jesus would have been living according to himself hallelujah we studied about heels the levels of maturity heels they they are sons of God Hallelujah. So this is one trick. I study the scripture. I try to understand it like why? Why would the devil tell Jesus to turn the stone to bread? Because he wanted Jesus to go ag- against God's authority or do things on his own. And that's when some people also start with God. Start following God. Start doing what God says. But they reach at a point where they think, oh, I've gotten this far. And Pride size to study. So this is also a form of pride, not going according to the will of God, using your power for yourself and not for God. 
Hallelujah. 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 So that's just one way the devil can swat your message. By making you use the power God has given you against God or, or doing something that God hasn't said you should do. It's also a way of swatting your message. Hallelujah. So let's come to the real message. This was just by the way to make you understand to make you understand what the the message entails. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So literally the motto of this <laughs> yes of the satanic check is do what you want. Yes. Do what you want. Meanwhile, we are called to live according to the spirit. Said they who live according to the spirit are sons of God. We are sons of God. Hallelujah. So the message given to the messages of fire. So as we read in Luke chapter, as we read in Luke chapter 10, verse 9, it says, Show those there who are ill and tell them the kingdom of God has come here, has come near. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God has come near. So the message was the kingdom of God has come near. This was the good news. The good news is a message about Jesus. The good news is a message about Jesus. In Luke chapter 9, verse it says, So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. So they were proclaiming the good news. So the good news, according to Luke, was the kingdom of God being preached. That was the good news. And the kingdom of God is Jesus. The kingdom of God is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is decent. I think I preached this message once, but it was never posted, so I might re-preach it. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is Jesus. Jesus is the good news. The message that God gives to the messengers of fire is Jesus. That the disciples got at that time was Jesus. We preach Christ. Jesus is the lesson we preach. He is the good news. That man, man was, you know, distant from God. Now we've been reconciled with God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus is the good news. Jesus is the message. Yes, they had authority. Yes, they casted out demons. Yes, they healed the sick. But they had a specific message to the world. And that message was Jesus. Jesus is our message. Hallelujah. So I am happy to announce to you that each person on the school of the spirit, each person listening to me has a specific message to the world. And that message is Jesus. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1 verse 3 says, After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom. So Jesus appeared over 40 days teaching them about the kingdom. Though they were preaching it, they didn't understand the concept. So that's how I said that um, sometimes Jesus gives us a taste. Jesus gave the disciples a taste when he was with them. He gave them a taste of power. He gave them the message. Known perfectly, they don't understand the message. He gave it to them. Hallelujah. Sometimes God can give you a message and you don't even understand the message. It's your duty, it's your work to actually go to God. Let him, you know, as you are moving on, as you are growing in God, that message become clearer and you gain understanding. I'm moving ahead of myself, but it's fine. Hallelujah. So Acts chapter 1 verse 6. To eight says, Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. These people literally preach the kingdom of God. And here they are asking Jesus a very wrong question. That's will you restore the kingdom to Israel? Like, 
<laughs> Jesus said, the kingdom of God. Jesus literally told them, I am the kingdom of God. They still didn't understand. They still didn't get the concept. And here Jesus, he has resurrected. They are still asking Jesus. You know what I like is that they actually gathered around him and they asked him. So this wasn't this wasn't one person. This was a unified effort to ask Jesus, are you going to restore the kingdom now, now that you've risen up? They still didn't get the concept of the message God has given them. Hallelujah. So this is Jesus. Jesus didn't, you know, mostly Jesus told him, and you, <laughs> you still can't get the message, you know. Mostly Jesus was telling her, but this was risen Jesus, you know, perfect Jesus. And Jesus said that it is not for you to know the times or days the Father has said by His own authority, but you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So Jesus didn't really answer their message because He still knew that their minds were shallow. He still knew that they couldn't really grasp the contents of what the kingdom of God is about. So what did Jesus do? Jesus actually left them to the Holy Spirit. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria. So Jesus knew that they can only understand when the Holy Spirit comes. They can fully understand and grasp this concept of the message God has given them individually when the Holy Spirit comes then they can be his witnesses so these ones so when god gave them the message he was just giving them the message they are his disciples and just give them a taste of it but after the holy spirit come then they'll be witnesses never said they'll be witnesses so now he always said they are disciples jesus disciples but after he resurrected he said then you'll be witnesses because you've seen that you've seen me resurrected you understand the message then you are my witness hallelujah but the holy spirit brought understanding to the message they have been given they preached the message but they didn't understand it they heard this message but they didn't understand or grasp the concept but the holy spirit the holy spirit granted them understanding and that's how we are supposed to be most of us god has given us a message he has given us a message but we don't understand it some of us we don't even know them we only know that we are prophets we only know that we are pastors or we are this and that we only know that we can heal the sick and you can raise the dead that is not your message the message is there the message is key the message is specific so though you might have authority you need the message what are you proclaiming who are you proclaiming hallelujah each and every one of us has a message and we don't just need to hear the message we need understanding of the message i i had been you know gleaning had been in school of the spirit personally near the holy spirit and it was until last year <laughs> that I got to know the, my message on this earth. That I got to actually even grasp. I, I don't think I have fully understood it. And that I got to in, know what it is. And even grasp a little meaning. My message on the earth. Without the message, whatever you dispute without the message the message is what distinguishes you from everyone else you would run with so if someone asks you like you you are a child of god you guys you, you always talk about purpose you talk about authority and all that but there's another person he's also a child of god he also talks about purpose he also talks about authority and what have you but how different are you from him how different are you from him what is your specific message what is your specific purpose yeah we are all to preach christ but what part of christ are we preaching because christ said that some that will be the head <laughs> Some that will be the leg. You are all part of the body. But which part are you? And which message are you proclaiming? Hallelujah. It says in Acts chapter 17, after the Holy Spirit 
had come. Peter preached the message out boldly with understanding and insight. Hallelujah. So, after the Holy Spirit had come upon them, then they gained understanding. Then they gained boldness. Hallelujah. That is Acts chapter 2 verse 17. So, when the Holy Spirit had come, then they, Peter healed the man at a beautiful gate. After uh, Peter healed the man, then Peter spoke. Peter spoke, he started speaking, and his message was Jesus. He understood that the kingdom of God was risen. His message, because he said in Abraham, it was spoken about this in the prophets. It was all these things that were spoken of was about this man, Jesus, that you killed. The Holy Spirit had come inside him, understanding him. Peter understood, and his message was about Jesus. Hallelujah! 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 And let's look at one last person that is Paul of Tarsus. Yes, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 3. It says, chapter they can start with chapter, um, verse 1 it said for this reason i for the prisoner of christ jesus for the sake of you gentle surely you have heard about the administration of god's grace that was given to me for you that is the mystery made known to me by revelation so i've already written briefly in reading this then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of christ which was not made known to people in other generations as this has now been revealed by the spirit to god's holy apostles and prophets this mystery is that through the gospel the gentiles are heirs together with israel members together of one body and sharers together in the promise hallelujah i became a servant of this gospel by the gift of god's grace given me through the working of his power hallelujah it says i became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's apostles, of the lost people, given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of his this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. Hallelujah. So it's speaking about his message. Paul's message was to the Gentiles. So Paul knew whom his message was to, and he actually knew the mystery behind the message he was preaching to enable him to, you know, give out the message as he's supposed to be. He knew the mystery behind the message. He knew that people had to speak to. So his work was easy. Some of us, we don't know the say we don't even know the people we are supposed to speak to so we are speaking to everyone i quite remember a time when i was appointed god appointed me as a prophet my mind is that i'm going to preach in buses and all those things so i was like is that what i'm going to do <laughs> i didn't know that that was the work of an evangelist i didn't know that you needed to have a specific message to give to them Hallelujah. I didn't knew that if God didn't tell me to go and do that and I go and do it, I'm sure they will even throw things at me because that's not where I'm supposed to be. So it's very important to know your message, to preach your message. There are people out there that their message was faith. They preach faith. Someone like Kenneth Hagan. There are people out there, their message was love. People had very specific messages of deliverance. A lot of people have specific messages. Even Harriet Tubman, she had a specific message. She she was able to uh, help the slaves to save a lot of them. Specific message, a specific message to a specific people. If you are out of that message, if you are out of people that you are also supposed to minister to you are wasting your time and that's also one way the devil swats your message god has called you to you know if it's minister god has called you to minister to maybe a small group of people in, in africa 
Then he said, no, I'm, I have an international ministry. I'm going to do this and that. No, your message is twatted. No one will listen to you because God has not granted you that grace. God has not granted you that appointment. You're not fit for that. If God tells you that, oh, you have to be ministering, you know, at big stages and you say no god i want to have my own church and minister as a very small village i want to do village evangelism you you've lost your way you've missed your point and it won't it won't work at the long run at the long run you'll be frustrated you'll be frustrated and I, that's how most um ministers that's how most people believers end up frustrated because they are not they, they, they don't know their message and they don't even know whom they are supposed to speak to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This today, we will pray for understanding. We will pray for revelation. We will pray for the mystery of why we are here. Oh God, what message, what message have you given us accompanying the authority that you have given us? Hallelujah. So I want to end with this so that we just zoom into prayer. Whatever message God has given you should preach Christ. As I, as I said, Jesus is the good news. And whatever message God has given you should preach Christ. Noah's message, preach Christ. God told Noah, build an ark. And that's preach Christ in a sense that the righteous will be saved. Enoch's message, preach Christ. You Enoch as one that walked with God. Christ. One that will work with God. Like it preaches Christ. Abraham's message, preach Christ. God told Abraham, you'll be a father of nations. He preached Christ in 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 a, in a sense that he had faith. He, he's like the father of faith. Isaac's message, preach Christ. Isaac known as the promise, the child of the promise. Jesus is the child of the promise. Jesus is the seed of the woman that Christ is the serpent's head. Hallelujah. 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 I have a message. Someone decree and declare, I have a message. Hallelujah. So you know the message that has been given to you by just asking the Holy Spirit. Just ask Him. Just ask Him. The Holy Spirit, sweet Holy Spirit, what message, what message have you given me? What message have you given me? And who am I supposed to speak to? You can even write it down and be praying about it like crazy. Holy Spirit, what message, what message have you given me? Holy Spirit, whom have you sent me to? What message have you given me? Whom have you sent me to? Just write it down. Just these two prayer topics. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, what message have you given me? Whom have you sent me to? Hallelujah. That's going to be our prayer right now. We're going to pray that, oh Lord, shed your light. Shed your light on the message you have given us. Oh Lord, shed your light on the people whom you have sent us to. You told Paul that you sent him to the Gentiles. You gave him a message of the mystery that the Gentiles are also heard. Oh Lord, you sent disciples, oh Lord, to be witnesses to you. And you give them the message. Give them the message that, you, oh Lord, you are the kingdom. The kingdom of God is here. We are praying, oh Lord, that you shed light on the message. You shed light, oh Lord, on the message you have given us individually. We pray, oh Lord, to whom have you sent us? To whom have you sent us? May we know, may we know, may we know. Taraba Sunta, Reshan Tarababa, Ramasun Tenmachi, Rabba Sunta, the great in life is to know your purpose that the more greater thing is to know the message you carry oh lord open our eyes open our eyes shed light on the message you have for us to the world
Even before John the Baptist was born, you have already prophesied his message. Even before Jesus was born, his message was already prophesied that Emmanuel, God is with us, that God will be with man. We pray, O oh Lord, for understanding and insight into the message you have for us. And the people whom you have sent us to. Speak to us, speak to us. We yearn for your voice. We yearn, O Lord, for your insight. We yearn, O Lord, for your revelation. You said we should ask and it shall be given. You should seek and we shall find. Oh Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that shed light on the message you've given. We ask, oh Lord, that gives us insights on the people whom you have sent us to. That may be productive in your kingdom. I see God shedding light on people. I see people's eyes being open. People's eyes being open to know the message that God has given them. Between this week and next week, just be be. Be in the spirit. Be sensitive to hear God's voice. Be sensitive to God's voice. God speak to you on the message that he has given you for the world. On the people whom he has sent you to. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep on praying about the message. Keep on praying about the people whom God has sent you to. And I believe that God will answer you. I believe God will tell you because he did it for me. And he has said it in his word that when you ask, you be given. I asked God my message and confirmed it through many ways. He confirmed it to me myself, confirmed it through people. And with the message, he gave it to only me. Hallelujah. He refused it to me. It was even funny how I got to know. But then my spirit spoke. Hallelujah. My spirit of them. So I pray for you. Questions made. As you seek, may you find. Mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>